Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. What I see in my work is these five variables can work together to create this constellation of foundations that we can lean into. Our children need to know they have a champion in their corner. Perspective, helping them align their head and their heart. Understanding that there's some things outside of our control and that's okay. It's the Monday podcast and I'm so excited you guys are here. Nat and I are back together really soon. Sick children have come into play. So it means that we are um, like kind of doing this thing solo, which sucks for us, but our kids need us. Y'all know how that goes. That's exactly why we do the Monday podcast actually to talk about all things um, that we don't usually talk about on the other podcast, parenting, um, life, and just the best experts that you could ever, ever, ever 
come into contact with. Um, well, in our opinion, I guess we're biased, but we are um, so inspired by them. And Monday's podcast really is a tiny snippet of what we offer in The Common Parent. And it's so much bigger, but these snippets are the things that really hit home. And uh, I think that it gives you a way of thinking. And so many people are like, oh yeah, I I knew this or I know that. And it's often just in the back of your mind and you have to hear it in order to put it into practice. So that for us is just a massive, massive reminder. And I think we all could live in the non-reminder world. And when you hear it, I think it is what helps us practice it. And I think practicing is what makes us better parents because theories are great, but if we're not applying them, then they mean nothing. This week, our guest is one of the best humans I have ever spoken with. Um, Robin Hanley Defoe. She is, I mean, She is just such a gracious, kind human. She also um, did an interview with us called How to Raise Resilient Kids, and it's reframing failure with her. Like, long story, she nearly died um, in her teenage years, and something basically kept her alive. Her story is so fascinating. You're going to have to go um, read up on it, and she talks a lot about it, but it was... Um, this thing her mom constantly said to her that kept her alive and, oh God, I feel like I'm going to be, I'm not going to say it right, right. But it was basically like, you can do hard things. And that just kept going on in her head when she wanted to give up and she didn't. And then someone, uh, miraculously was there, uh, to save her, believe her car went into a river and she nearly drowned and got out and everything just was like so crazy how it came came to be and the reason she thinks she survived was the thing the thing her mom used to say to her that that stuck with her and I think that that is part resiliency so many parents wish that their children become resilient and with resiliency obviously confidence goes hand in hand um it's so hard to understand like how do you actually build a resilient child who's not going to crumble the tiniest little adversity. And I think that as parents, adversity and failure are so hard to watch our children actually go through. And you want to rescue them. You want to save them because that's a natural instinct from when they were younger as babies is like just kind of saving them and picking them up and not letting them, not letting them quote unquote drowned. So, um, it, it is such an interesting concept and, Again, all of these things that we talk about, sleep training, um, like how to get them to walk, potty training. Like if you think the the amount of hours we obsessed over solids and liquids and nap times and sleep and diaper changes, it was consuming and how much time we spend on parenting a tween or teen, which is like we do a lot of it, but we don't actually do it knowing what we're doing. So all of these interviews are just so amazing. Um, Robin helps us define resiliency and gives us five concrete ways to help foster resiliency in our tweens and teens. We're giving you a little bit in this interview. Um, so take a listen. The rest of it can be found at thecommonparent.com. Uh, if you sign up, you get a free journal right now. Uh, the journal's worth $25 and you get it for free when you sign up for a membership. Take a listen. Let us know all your thoughts on resiliency. You can text us or just DM us and let us know if you think you are resilient, if you think you're raising a resilient child, and if after this um, interview, resiliency becomes a little clearer for you. We'll take a quick break and then we'll get to the interview. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. But I just want to remind each and every one of you that the reality is life is hard. It always will be hard. And it's because you're doing it. It's not because you are doing it wrong. You have a life. It's going to be complicated. That's part of how we see things. And the reality is we need to move away from this idea that we're not doing it well enough or good enough. We're doing it. That counts. Now, I want to let you know why is it so important that we start thinking about resiliency and our balance back, our wellness, how we navigate failure. Well, the reality, it's first and foremost, as parents and supporters, First, it's not our job to make all of this look easy. We don't need to shield or guard our children from all of these different challenges. And why it matters on how we show up and recognize and even say out loud, hey, this is hard, it's because our children are watching. 
We're setting examples every single day on how we navigate stress and challenge, how we navigate failure and setbacks. So we want to make sure that especially because our wee ones are watching us, that we're setting the right example. Now, I've been doing uh, psychology research and education research on resiliency for almost 20 years. And I also bring from my, like the academic background, I also bring the lived experience in the sense of being a parent of three teenagers. So I appreciate this in a very specific way that this stuff isn't easy. Now, I know as a parent, one of the hardest lessons I had to learn was realizing that I actually had to sometimes let the kids fall. I had to sometimes take a step back and realize that failure is part of the learning process. My friends, failure is disruptive and it's messy, but that's what learning is all about. Now, the big idea and takeaway I want to share with you is I want you to think about those little fails and those setbacks in this way we call fail forward. All right, you're going to have setbacks, disappointments, challenging seasons, that's guaranteed. And we want to think about our bounce back ability. Now, the reality is many children grow up with very, um, very safe places to live, right? They have this really strong home team. They might not experience a lot of adversity. So it's sometimes concerning for us parents is like, okay, well, if they haven't had this like school of hard knocks, how are they going to learn this idea of bounce back? But I assure you, we can teach them. Resiliency is something we can foster and we can cultivate it. Now, I always like to remind my little ones that I'm working with that you got to remember, failing doesn't mean you're a failure. It means that you've had a lesson that needed to be learned. We want to normalize this idea that failure is part of the process. It's disruptive. That's what it's meant to be. That's the only way we're going to learn some of these lessons. And we want to deactivate that idea of shame. And one of the ways that we see this is that some children really struggle with things like perfectionism. Those are the children that have the highest rates of anxiety that we see. It's because they're so worried about getting everything right and they feel deep shame if they can't figure it out or if they don't know how to navigate situations. But we'll talk tonight about some strategies on how to support them because the reality is there's nothing to feel shame about with our learning. As long as you're learning, you're still in it. Now, I wanna let you know another way that we think about some of these setbacks and challenges that our students, our children, and the people we care about face. Now, in my book, we write about this idea that not every storm that comes into your life is meant to take you down. Okay, not every storm and challenge we as parents experience or our children experience is meant to destroy us. Some of them actually come to clear a path that you would have never found otherwise. So we want to be open to what's possible. Recognize that this isn't meant to be linear. It's going to be messy. It's going to be bumpy. And the key is, is can we enjoy the ride? Now I can share with you this idea that for almost, again, 20 years, I've been working with families really all over the world. And I'm so curious about what is our wish as a parent? And I would even ask you that in this moment, what is your one big wish for your child? Now, I've worked with families, again, all around the world. I've worked with families in Central America. I've worked with families in the Middle East. I've worked with families all over North America. And one of the findings, when we really, really like drill down to figure out, okay, what is it that we wish for our children? The number one wish that parents have for their children is for them to be okay. You want them to do well in school so then that way we can get jobs so that way one day they can support themselves because ultimately you want them to be able to be sufficient. 
You want them to be okay. When your child is sick or if there's an accident or something terrible happens, the first question is, are they okay? Okay is absolutely everything. And really it's the heart of resiliency. Now, let me tell you what that's all about. Now, when I started my research in this area, my question that I would ask is this, why is it that some children will give up when things are hard and some people will learn how to get up? What is that fundamental difference between why kids sometimes stumble and they quit or say, not for me, and those other children that find a way to move forward? Now, there's lots in the literature that talks about things like grit and hardiness, resourcefulness even. However, what we found in our work was that it was something deeper than that, something more nuanced, but made a big difference. And as parents, these are areas that we can support. Now, in my research, we call these the five pillars. We named this the five pillars of everyday resiliency because it's what we do each and every day that will set up a child for success and even us as grownups. So let me tell you a wee bit about each one. Now, the first one here you're going to see is belonging. We need a home team. That is what we can provide our children, this safe home team where they know that their needs are going to be met. And not only their physical needs, but also their psychological needs, which cultivates psychological safety. Psychological safety is when we know that we are accepted, we're valued. Not only do we have a seat at the table, we have a voice and we build the foundation of trust. We know that this person has our back. Now, the most important lesson that I have learned working with belonging in families is this idea that it's one caring, consistent adult that can make the world a difference. Might be a parent, might be a supporter, could be a grandma or an auntie, could be a teacher. It's that one caring person that says, I believe in you and I'm going to stand by you even if you're the one that brought all this trouble down on yourself. You still got me in your corner. Belonging counts. Now, the second one we talk about in my work is the role of perspective. Now, what's amazing about perspective is sometimes we hear this as like mindset, like growth mindset, and that's like part of it, okay? It's the way we see the world and interpret the world, but it's also how we feel the world, how we feel the world. It's having our head and our heart in alignment. So you might've heard in growth mindset, that's a, a term we use a lot in education, this idea that like when a child makes a mistake or a setback, we use the language like, you know what, you don't understand this yet. And by saying yet, it suggests that one day they will. It's supposed to encourage them that growth is possible. But here's that limitation. If that child doesn't believe you when you say yet, it's not gonna have the benefit because you need your head and your heart in it. We need to be able to make what matters most, help them see their values. And I assure everyone on the call, I'll show you lots of strategies on how to do each one of these pillars. Now, the third one is acceptance. Now, acceptance is tricky. Acceptance is hard because you know what? Sometimes horrible things happen to good people. And sometimes people who don't make good choices and they should have what we call like kind of negative consequence happen to them, they don't experience those consequences. It's almost as if it's get, they get reinforced. So when we think about acceptance, what's so important is that we learn how to decipher our controllables. What do you have control of and what do you not have control of? Now, I can share with you a controllable that I had to learn how to work with was the fact that I have very complex learning disabilities and ADHD. Now, no matter what I do, there's no way I can ever change the hardwiring of my brain. 
That is the way my body processes, interprets information. I can't change that. But what is within my control is how I use my strategies and tools to be able to still do the work, to show up, to be a contributor and still be able to learn and be of service to others. So again, sometimes we have to persist. Sometimes we have to pivot and ask for help. And other times we just kind of have to like punt it down the field and say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about what other people think because other people's opinions, they don't pay your rent. Others people's opinions of how you parent, how you live, that's not going to help carry the load of parenting. And that load is heavy. There's a lot of visible and labor that goes involved in that. So we want to make sure that we're accepting what we can do. Now, the fourth one we talk about in my work is the role of hope, choosing to live hope-filled. We want to encourage our children. We want to give them that sense of being in hope, living in hope, trusting that come what may, we're going to figure out it's a big deal. Now, what's really amazing about hope is hope kind of is contagious. The more that we take a hope-filled approach, that we trust that there will be obstacles, there'll be setbacks, there'll be challenges, and we will weather these storms. All of these are seasons. There's going to be seasons of heartache, seasons of setbacks, ceilings of disappointment. But the reality is we keep showing up. We find a way forward. Now, the fifth and the final variable that helps build up our capacity for resiliency and navigating failure and difficulty is this idea about humor. And I think we can thank our hosts for teaching us about this as well. This idea that humor is part of our strategies on how to show up in difficult times. Now, what's really cool is that this actually serves like a biological underpinning. So for example, like when you laugh, your body releases a natural tranquilizer. So for that moment in time, your pain receptors are blocked. You can't feel pain when you're laughing. Now, here's another kind of idea along this line. People who swear, like people who cuss and curse, they live longer. Who knew? Some of us might be immortal. But the idea is, is that we become what we call flowers. We don't bottle and brew. We want to model for our children this capacity to be able to maybe not take everything so personally, not to let things build up. We want to address them as they come forward. So what I see in my work is these five variables can work together to create this constellation of foundations that we can lean into. Our children need to know they have a champion in their corner, perspective, helping them align their head and their heart, understanding that there's some things outside of our control and that's okay. There's a lot of mysteries out there in the world and that's not a bad thing. And hope matters. Cultivating hope-filled practices make a difference. So instead of asking, you know, what's wrong with everything and what's not working, let's ask questions like, what is working? What was the highlight for you today? What was a bright spot for you today? Hope and choosing to be hope-filled will help us in difficult seasons. And of course, a dash of humor. A wee bit of humor will help us be able to weather any storm. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <sighs> you know, like, is it ever too late to build resiliency? Like, all of these questions, how does acceptance help build re- resiliency? Like, all of it is um, something that so many of us, again, don't talk about and or think about because resiliency is often just we think this trait that is somewhere in the sky that somehow kids are just born with it but i think that the the like basis of what resilience resiliency is is in that podcast and we hope you guys are enjoying these monday quick hits because that's what they're about and if you are part of the common parent here's a reminder to go back and listen to some of the things um you'll also you also have a roundup in your email of the the quick hits the toolbox items you want to put in your pocket so you can pull them out later on when you need them um and guys you're doing a great job. I know it can feel overwhelming. I know it can feel like, oh my God, I'm not doing this. I haven't done this. It's not about that. You also can learn so much in other relationships, in your own relationship with yourself about all of these skills. Like it's never too late to talk about these things and think about these things. And we hope that when you guys, um, listen to them. And when you're hearing these podcasts, it's helping you across your whole entire life because so much of what we talk about also applies to marriages and relationships and friendships and relationships with your older children. I think there's this big misconception that it's only teens or tweens. Relationships are relationships are relationships. It's just navigating that time when you still have to parent them and they don't want to be parented. It's not really a choice for them or for you. So really look at this as big picture and um, open your mind. And we hope that you guys are learning and loving these. Have a wonderful, beautiful day. And we'll see y'all on the next few podcasts, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Make sure you're subscribing so you get the notification. And again, go to thecommonparent.com to find out everything you need to know. And like I said, the best experts like you're hearing now, the journal with prompts on how to actually use the journal and reminders of connection, which are like, honest to God, less than a few minutes. It's such an easy time commitment and way to make a dent in a relationship that needs to last a lifetime. Y'all happy day. I don't know what day you're listening to this, but I hope it's a good one.